Hey, what's going on, everyone? Andrew at St. Croix Cards on Instagram, and this is the Slabstocks FC show, episode number three. Good to have you back. So good to be here with all of you, and I hope you're having a great week. I can't tell you as we start this episode, it's just been a great kind of last couple weeks for me, spending time with the family. I've been busy with my work and my job and just loving every bit of the hobby. And even so much so that I had a chance to set up at the Saint, uh, the Stevens Point card show in Stevens Point, Wisconsin over the weekend. And just to get out there and to see some people in the community and to have some conversations and just talk all things hobby, it was a lot of fun. But speaking of conversations and talking, we have so much to talk about. Uh, today in the soccer community, in the soccer world. So we're going to get into it today. And the first thing that I, we do have to talk about uh, since our last episode is the transfer window in England is now closed. And there were some massive transfer fees and players moving from one club to another. So we're going to talk a few about a few of them today. Uh, I also want to look at a player in the Premier League who has really started to play extremely well post-World Cup. Uh, getting some late winners here in the Premier League and the FA Cup. And also, we got to give a little bit of time today to talk about the historic goal that was scored against Manchester City over the weekend, so we'll get there. As we move into the Bundesliga, uh, German League, I want to talk about three players in the German Leagues who are making waves. And then I want to finish up with a player who is in League One in France. He's actually an Arsenal striker. And no, we're not talking about him just because he's an Arsenal striker. He's having a fantastic year in League One. So I want to talk about him and look at some of his card prices. And then we're going to finish things up today as we look at maybe not player news. Maybe it's club news as, as news and as, as breaking news here of the, the Manchester City uh, financial issues. So we'll finish up the show here today talking about that. But without further ado, the window is now closed. And what a transfer deadline day it is. Man, transfer deadline day for me is like Christmas. It's just players moving, transfer fees being talked about. Are, are they going to move on transfer deadline day? And that was the biggest question for Chelsea and Enzo Fernandez. It wasn't as if Chelsea hadn't spent any money in the window and it was all or nothing with Enzo Fernandez. They had made multiple signings in the windows, but was it going to was Chelsea going to be able to get Enzo Fernandez to the club? That was the biggest question and they were able to do it. They were able to get it done. $132 million move for Enzo Fernandez from Benfica in Portugal, 22 years old, World Cup winner for Argentina, moving to Stamford Bridge. And it is going to be really interesting to see how this all goes down for Chelsea. They have brought in so much talent. They have brought in so many young, talented footballers. Can they make it work? Can this work? I think it's a big experiment. It's it's high risk for Chelsea all of these signings within the summer transfer window and now the January transfer window. And it is, it is, it is going to be kind of time to, to play time to get the results with the money that has been spent. And a lot of that pressure is going to fall on Enzo Fernandez. Uh, he got out there in his very first game over the weekend and it was a Chelsea Fulham zero, zero draw. I chalk a lot of that up. 
to the U.S. men's national team center back, Tim Ream. Woo, shout out to Tim Ream. But no, it was a 0-0 draw, and there were a lot of people and a lot of criticism from fans uh, of Chelsea as well as Premier League, uh, other Premier League clubs. I think we got to pump the brakes on this. So much talent, so many new faces. You got to give Chelsea players time to gel. I think when they start to gel, you're going to see some fantastic football. That's me personally. The talent's there. Uh, can Grand Potter put it all together and get them playing forward? Uh, not only do they bring in all these these new players, they do also have Jal Felix on on loan, who did get that red card, but his three-game suspension, I believe, is up now uh, when they go and play West Ham here shortly. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see how this team gels and how it moves forward, and can they make a run at the top four? I believe they're in ninth right now, ninth place, but uh, I think it's within striking distance. If they get on a run of of wins, uh, it could get it could get interesting here for Chelsea moving forward. But Enzo Fernandez does not have a lot of cards or, or pack pulled cards. Uh, he is in Topps Deco, uh, the 2022-2023 Topps Deco. His raw base cards, as of February 1st, uh, there was a sale for $25. That was a fixed price on eBay, and so somebody uh, somebody clicked to buy it now. And so $25 for a base. I didn't see any parallels, uh, raw parallels being graded, uh, which could make some sense if you're pulling a green out of 99 or, you know, lower uh, short, uh, you know, that probably would be one you'd maybe look at grading. So we haven't seen a ton of those pop up, but Enzo Fernandez is one to watch at the second half of the Premier League season. Now I'm going to stick with Chelsea because, Let's face it, they made most of the marquee signings in the transfer window. Not saying that they were the only signings, but they were the biggest ones. Mikhailo Modric, uh, 22 years old from Shakhtar, makes the 88 million pound move also to the bridge. And he does have some of the same cards Enzo Fernandez does. So his rookie card uh, is in 2022-2023 Tops Deco. Uh, and this is his Prodigy card out of 49. It is a raw copy uh, these are the ones I was talking about, Enzo Fernandez, uh, but Mikhailo Modric has a few that have sold. I was pretty impressed with this sale, uh, a raw sale of $349.90. Uh, seemed pretty, you know, for me instantly, I thought, man, man, that's pretty high. Uh, and you can you can think, you know, maybe that is high. Maybe you think that's even low uh, for Modric and what you think he can do or what he could become at Chelsea. Uh, but then I uh, very shortly after, January 28th, a raw copy of his green uh Tops Deco out of 99 raw sold for $200. So some pretty strong sales there for Modric and for Enzo Fernandez and Modric. The thing that I'll be looking for, both of these guys uh, played in the champions league. And so it'll be interesting to see those checklists that come out for tops Chrome uh, for UEFA champions league to see if these guys are going to be in those sets, but these are their first cards. Uh, they it's kind of supply and demand. There is a lot of demand for both of these players as they're young uh, that they've entered the premier league. And both of them have had fantastic years for their clubs before making the move. And so, Demand is high. Supply is pretty low uh, for cards that are available. So it'll be interesting moving forward if there are more cards available, what that will do to those prices. So if you're seeing, you know, if you're if you're pulling these cards right now, uh, you know, ask yourself the question, you know, is it something that if more cards and more sets are going to come out, you know, maybe make you can kind of start to look at that, say, do I want to hold on to this or do I want to move it when? Demand is so high and supply is so low. So that's something for you guys to decide as you start to kind of 
decide and figure out what do I want to do with each card that I get. And that's always the fun thing, right? In the hobby is getting to make choices and the choices are our own. You know, if, if it's a card you like, you hold on to it. If you're a Chelsea fan and, and you pull something like the 99 green out of Deco of Modric and you are a fan and you decide to keep it. Yeah, that's great. If you, you think you can capitalize and take that $200 and use it somewhere else uh, for maybe a personal collection card, a PC card, or, you know, just put it into something else. That's fine too. So it's, it's all, I love the decisions that we get to make in the hobby that there are choices and our choices alone. And so that's what makes it fun, but we got those two big transfers. And as the premier league sits right now, as the premier league sits right now, we still have arsenal on top, a uh, kind of a disappointing week for them. I'll be the first to admit, uh, you know, Sean Dykes comes in and takes over Everton. And I, I thought to myself, man, you know, when he was in charge of Burnley, it was a defensive masterpiece. I wouldn't be surprised if we took one on the chin Guess what happens? 1-0 to Everton. Tarkovsky gets the goal. Burnley boy getting the big goal for his old manager, who's now his new manager. Uh, and so Arsenal dropped points. Thought that was going to be bad, but Manchester City dropped points as well. Uh, Chelsea drew, and you can see they're in ninth. And so the, the top four still sits. Arsenal first, Man City second, United, Man United third, and then Newcastle United in fourth. Those top four are the Champions League places. So that would be if the league ended today, those would be the four in the Champions League. And then uh, Tottenham Hotspur would be fifth and would be in Europe, uh, followed by Brighton and then Brentford. But one of the players that I really want to talk about is in that position of six. That uh, Brighton, you know, they, they did lose like uh, Trissard came to Arsenal. There were a couple other movements of players. Uh, they've seemed to have big, big signings, uh, players moving away every summer, winter transfer windows. Uh, Matoma, the 25-year-old left winger, I, we got to talk about him because, you know, I, I didn't see him coming. I didn't, you know, he's not one that was on my radar pre-World Cup, post-World Cup, absolutely. He's been in 15 matches in the Premier League. He's got five goals. He's got one assist. In the FA Cup, he has played in two games, and he has one goal and one assist. Many of you, if you are big in the Premier League or the FA Cup, which I absolutely love the FA Cup, it is one of, it is my favorite tournament to watch these small clubs, David versus Goliath kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I don't know if anybody watched the Wrexham game, but, man, it was just – it's so entertaining that these, these clubs from national leagues or non-league can come in and play Premier Leagues or championship teams – and take him down to the wire. So it's pretty cool. But uh, Matoma had that great winner against Liverpool in the FA Cup. And then he, he followed that up uh, with a winner uh, this last weekend as well. So he's flying high. He's playing extremely well. I think this transfer fee for Matoma, and somebody can correct me, I think it was less than 5 million pounds, which is crazy to me when you, you think of like Enzo Fernandez or you think of Mikhailo Modric or even kind of, you know, 12 million that Arsenal paid for Jorginho, uh, less than $5 million for what they are getting out of this kid. And I even think that, you know, so I, I saw a stat the other day that he makes 10,000 pounds a week. 10,000 pounds a week. That is crazy for what he is doing in the Premier League. So I think a contract extension is in order for Matoma, just what he's shown so far. Uh, but he has been playing really, really well, and I can't sit, wait to see what he does. Uh, he doesn't have many cards, so I'm I'm really interested to see if he gets into the uh, the premier uh, the Panini Prism uh, Premier League this year. It'll be interesting. But he does have a card. I think it's Epoch. It's a Japanese card company. Uh, his base cards are doing pretty well uh, on eBay, and you can see uh, by Card Ladder, Card Ladder Pro, kind of laying those all out there for you, so you can see those. I love that you can kind of look and kind of see progression of prices. Now he did have a sale of. 79.99 on January 29th. 
Uh, but they're leveled off January 31st, uh, sold for $49.90. These are raw cards. And then $45 on February 3rd for raw cards of his rookie card. But it is not a it was it was a brand that I did not know. Uh, and so we'll wait to see if, if Panini or you know Panini and Prism and EPL because Brighton was not in European competition, so you're not going to see him in some of that other product. But a player to definitely watch and enjoy week in and week out in the Premier League. And finally, we you know, the lab to kind of wrap up the Premier League for the week. We couldn't wrap it up without talking about Harry Kane, 29 years old, striker for the Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, here he is in 22 games. He already has seven. 17 goals and one assist. And nobody is talking about Harry Kane because everyone is talking about Erling Holland. I think he's still on 25 goals, but for Harry Kane to have 17 goals and one assist at this point in the season, it, incredible. He's got 267 goals for Tottenham. He broke Jimmy Greaves' record over the weekend with his goal and the only goal in the Spurs Man City game. That gives him 200 Premier League goals uh, for his career. That gives Harry Kane, uh, that puts Harry Kane third, third all time in Premier League goals. Now, second on that list, I believe, is Wayne Rooney. Now, Wayne Rooney's either at 206, 207, 208 goals. I know he's somewhere in there, and Harry Kane is in within striking distance. I know he's got a way to go to ca- catch Alan Shearer, but to be third on that list at 29 years old, uh, I think is super, super impressive for Harry Kane. I personally believe that, you know, he is, he's pretty, uh, in my own personal opinion, I believe that Harry Kane is undervalued. Uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't give me good feelings to say that as an Arsenal fan, but you have to appreciate what he's been able to do and what he's able, been able to accomplish in the Premier League. Now, stats are great, but one of the things that he would always be come back around is, you know, when do those trophies start rolling in? When, do, when can Harry Kane, when can Spurs, win a trophy, an FA Cup, a Premier League, a Champions League, because that's that's really what he's missing at this point in his career. Now, I'm also intrigued to see what happens to Harry Kane because his entire career uh, really has been with Spurs, and he's always kind of been linked away to another club, Man United, Bayern, you know, the places that he could go to win trophies. But he is, is stuck home. He is stuck in North London. He is stuck with Spurs. Uh, I give I give that a lot of credit as well. But if you look at some of the pricing that you can get, you know, an auto of Harry Kane, numbered auto to Harry uh, of Harry Kane for 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 relatively good prices, 2021, 2022 Merlin. This is his blue refractor. Uh, this is an autograph out of 75. December 19th, uh, it sold one sold for $51. Fast forward to February 5th. Uh, that fixed price was done for $59.99. So even in the course of post-World Cup and kind of the buildup and, and breaking the record, this, this card sale of $59.99 was after the record. Uh, you know, you, you look at it and say, there's not a crazy jump in pricing. And, and he, you're, you know, we're watching probably, you know, one of the statistically one of the best strikers in the Premier League and the Premier League history. So that was the, the Merlin Refractor Gold. But then you also have some of those insert great insert sets from the World Cup, the 2022 Panini Prism World Cup, National Landmarks. Uh, and I do really enjoy these cards as well. Uh, I do love the, uh, the kind of the, the designs behind it uh, of each player. They're really great to see. But kind of breaking down the pricing as a whole as well. January 27th, you had one sell for 162.50. These are all raw. 
February 4th, you had one sell for $172.50. And even February 4th, you had a, a little bit of a dip in price, $157.51. Now, all three were at auction, uh, which is I always like to see the auctions because, okay, what, what are people paying uh, when it, when it's open, it's not just a fixed price and maybe somebody grabbed it quick, uh, but these are auctions. So you have every avenue and opportunity to bid what you would like to, to get for the card. But Harry Kane uh, setting the all-time Tottenham goal scoring record. Hats off to Harry Kane. Uh, well done. Uh, already a good career. And it's, you know, at 29, there's still probably a lot more goals uh, in those boots for him. I do want to jump over now. Uh, being done with the Premier League, I did say we want to talk about three players today in the Bundesliga. Give you a little idea of where things are at in the Bundesliga. You do have uh, Bayern uh, leading the way by one point over uh, Union Berlin. Uh, Dortmund is in third place. And then there's also, you know, I want to look at Eintracht Frankfurt at fifth place because those are kind of the three players uh, or players from the three teams that I want to look at. And the first one is Giovanni Reina. 20 years old, we know Gio Reyna. He kind of was in a lot of controversy with Greg Berhalter during the World Cup, after the World Cup. It really just was a mess. Uh, but he is playing for BVB, Borussia Dortmund, in Germany. Uh, and post-World Cup, he's he's been pretty pretty good form. You know, overall, he is coming off the bench, but in 15 games, he does have five goals. Uh, but he has three goals in his last three games. And so I wanted to kind of look at pricing overall. And you can kind of see that we haven't moved a ton in pricing for Giovanni Reyna. So this is a 2021-2022 Tops Chrome Bundesliga. This is the Magenta Auto out of 150. So it is numbered. Uh, these are all raw copies. One sold August 1st for $62.75. November 6th, we had one sell for $45.00. And nine cents, and then finally February fifth, just a few days ago, we had one at auction sell for sixty-seven dollars. So if you're looking for autos of Giorena, or you want to uh, get an auto of Giorena, you can find autos of Giovanni Reyna for relatively good prices, in my opinion. So underfit, you know, really, uh, you know, under sixty-five dollars. You know, if you you kind of average the law of averages there, you know, sixty-five dollars or less for an auto numbered out of one hundred and fifty of Giorena. That to me is is something that, you know, as somebody who doesn't love to spend tons and tons of money, you know, but could get in an auto of Giorena, uh, I like that. Uh, the other one that has been very impressive and flying kind of under the radar, if you haven't been watching Eintracht Frankfurt, is Randall Kolo Muani. Uh, he is, uh, he was on the French team during the World Cup. He's played in 18 games in the Bundesliga. He has nine goals and 10 assists. So he's tied for fifth in goals in the Bundesliga, and he leads the league in assists. So he has scored or assisted in 10 of his last 11 games. That's a pretty impressive statistic. There was only one game that he didn't have a goal or an assist in the game. And that, that goes before the World Cup. He was in great form. It's one of the reasons he got called into the French national team for the World Cup. And he has picked up right where he left off and, and return, from returning from the World Cup. So Mwani uh, does have cards, uh, but again, they are a little bit few and far between. Now, Tops did a summer signing, a Bundesliga summer signing, and he was in there as one of his uh, star rising, I believe, or uh, star rising. This is his purple out of 25. I was pretty impressed with, with this price, a uh, sold price of $175 February 3rd. This is a raw copy. 
Uh, but he, again, is not in a whole lot. So some of the guys that are making some some big waves in their leagues don't have a ton of cards. So the demand is, is in my mind, kind of outpacing the supply that's out there for them. But he, he is in Topps Deco as well, and that's kind of now the third time that I've said that. He is in Topps Deco as a rookie card. And some of his, you can kind of be on the lookout for some of his parallels, you know, the out of 99s, the out of 49s, the out of 25s. Uh, but but uh, he is one to keep an eye on when you have 19, uh, when you're a participant of 19 goals uh, over the course and you're only about halfway through the season. That's impressive to me. That stands out to me. And he's going to be kind of one to watch for me coming down the stretch. And finally, uh, we got to talk about Jamal Musiala. 19-year-old kid. I think his birthday is February 26th. At the end of this month, he'll turn 20. Wow, still so young. 18 games in the Bundesliga. 10 goals, 6 assists. Now, this stat blew me away because I thought, you know, we're always talking Musiala, Pedri, Gavi, Bellingham. Who is the cream of the crop, top of the class? Who's the best? So, you know what I did? I was like, you know what? I wonder what these other guys have done. So, you got Musiala. You got his 10 goals and his 6 assists in the Bundesliga this year. Pedri, Gavi, and Bellingham combined have 10 goals and six assists this year in their prospective leagues. Think about that. Pedri, Gavi, Bellingham, 10 goals, six assists. Musiala is doing it all by himself. So impressive to me uh, what he's able to do. I'm so impressed by Musiala as a whole. If you if you watched his run uh, for his goal this weekend, a lot of people will say the lack of defense but this kid and the dribbling that he is able to do, I mean, he just looked like the defense was standing still. It was, it was silly. And then you think about it, you know, he's still a teenager. He's 19 years old, and this is what he's doing in the Bundesliga. Very, very impressive by Jamal Musiala. Uh, and, and I can't, you know, I can't speak highly enough about him. I, you know, I kind of said he was going to have the, the World Cup. Uh, he was going to be the, the rising star. I was, I was wrong about that. He didn't have, you know, this, this, into the stratosphere moment, you know, Enzo Fernandez kind of became that, that young player, you know, into the stratosphere and look at where it got him, you know, moved to Chelsea, but here Musiala is in the center of the midfield for Bayern Munich, the biggest team in Germany and one of the biggest teams in the, in the world at 19 years old. And so I picked a top's finest rookie refractor. This is from 2020, 2021. These are PSA 10s. The blues are out. The blue wave refractors are out of 150. In July, one of these sold for $159.50. January of this year, one sold at auction for $218.38. And then a fixed price here in February, on February 5th, was $224.99. So you see steady growth for a young talent who is is really is producing. Now, I, I will tell you, if you didn't watch the goal against Wolfsburg, Go back and watch just how he weaves and darts through the defense and finishes off with a goal. It's pretty impressive to me, and I cannot wait to watch him a little bit more as we continue uh, this Bundesliga season. Now, we're going to fly over to League One in France. Uh, you know, you see at the top of the league, there is PSG, uh, followed by Marseille. Uh, but we, if you look down the list, and you will see at number 10, if you're not watching it, number 10, you got Rennes. And they have a young Arsenal striker on loan. Now, before we move on to that striker, I want you to notice Renz has scored 26 goals this year in League One play. 26 goals. Folaren Balogun, who is 21 years old, has 14 goals and two assists. 
So he is responsible or partially responsible for 16 of the 26 goals Renz has scored in League One this year. Now, 14 goals leads the league. Leads the league in goals. Now, that might be some of you who who, who know League One and you know PSG, you know, Balogun has scored more goals than Mbappe, than Neymar, than Messi. Now, you can even go a little bit older strikers or veteran strikers, um, Ben Yedder. Uh, you could look at uh, Alexander Lacazette, former Arsenal striker. He has scored more goals than any of them. And he had a hat trick uh, here over uh, last week. It's just impressive to me what he's doing uh, for Rennes in League One. And it really begs the question, what is Arsenal going to do with him? Now, if you're looking for cards of Balogun, you're going to find him in 2021, 2022 Premier League Prism, uh, the one I picked here that you can see on the screen. If you're if you're watching, if you're listening, this is his Red Mojo Prism uh, out of 159. I chose the Red Mojo Prism because it is a color match. I do love the Red Mojo with the Arsenal kit, uh, but this card sold December 12th, 2022, raw for forty dollars. Fast forward to January 22nd, a best offer was accepted for forty four dollars. And February 3rd, a best offer was accepted for $60. So we've seen steady and substantial growth for Balogun uh, and his card prices out of prism here over the last few months. Not six months, not eight months, not 12 months. We, we're seeing this over just since December 12th of 2022. So pretty steady growth, good growth out of Balogun. But really what he's doing on the pitch, people are taking notice. But prism is not the only set that you will find him in. You will also find him in that 2021-2022 Panini Score Premier League. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, I will be the first one to admit it. As a former teacher, I will say, you know, I'm, I'm wrong a lot. You just got to call me out on it. And then this one is, I believe, a European release only. I think this was uh, the score set was only released in Europe, uh, but this is his orange lava out of score, out of 99, so under 100. Sold March 6th. So go back a little bit further. March 6th, uh, best offer was uh, was $26. And then February 3rd, this card sold for $50. So almost double here in, in just uh, over eight months. Is that eight months? I think that's eight months. Uh, but uh, you got February 3rd, $50 raw for an out of 99 uh, and Balogun. The interesting thing about him is that he actually is able to, to represent the U.S. men's national team in competition. So my question for all of you is, you know, should we be going after guys like Valerian Bolligan? Do we want him in a, as the number nine for the U.S. men's national team? You know, think of all of the guys that we have talked about leading up to the world part, you know, Jordan Peefock, and then you've got Ricardo Pepe and Matthew Hoppe and Josh Sargent. Uh, even I think uh, Malik Tillman is U.S. men's national team. And now we have a chance to, for a guy like Balogun. And we have, you know, you know, Ferreira. There are so many guys that we have kind of thrown up there as possible, just possible strikers for the U.S. men's national team. But I think personally, if you're going to go after a guy like this, uh, he could give you the quality you need at the number nine. And then you start putting the pieces around him. You've got, you know, you've got guys like, Tim Weah, Brendan Aronson, Gio Reyna, Christian Pulisic, Weston McKinney, Tyler Adams. You know, the attacking, you know, flows freely. But if you can have a, a 
clinical goal scorer, which I think is one of the things we lack as a U.S. men's national team. I think, you know, he could be one that would really, really make an impact in that squad. Now, finally, I do have to ask a question. As an Arsenal fan, I don't even know if I have the answer to this question. So I'm looking for your help in the chat below, or you can DM me on Instagram with your answers. But what do you do if you're Arsenal? What do you do with Faler and Balogun? Do you, do you loan him out again? You know, he's 21 years old. Uh, he's proving himself in France. And I know sometimes, you know, scoring goals in France doesn't always translate back into the Premier League, but he's having a fantastic season. So my question is, do you loan him out again? One. Two, do you get him in the squad? Do you get him in the side? And then does that mean like Eddie Niketia gets sent out on loan or do you, do you take a transfer fee for him? Uh, do you, you know, do you, do you transfer Balogun? Do you, you kind of cash in on all of the things that he's doing this year? You know, if he's not in Arteta's plans, you know, do you take a sizable transfer fee for him and move him on permanently? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer here, but I can tell you one thing as, as a Arsenal fan and as a, as a football fan in general, it's never a bad thing when you have multiple guys who can score goals, right? I mean, if you have two, three strikers that you're comfortable with up front, I think that's a good thing. And it's a good problem to have. It'll, it'll be, it'll be, uh, it'll be one to watch what happens to him. Uh, and, and I don't know, I, I honestly don't know what I would want. I'm still kind of digesting it to be first in league one. I never thought I would say that first and foremost with guys like Mbappe. And I know Mbappe's out and Mbappe's hurt for a couple of weeks and is probably going to miss that first leg of the champions uh, champions league. But regardless, 14 goals uh, is is nothing to just kind of ignore. So Balogun, I thought I'd bring him up, just kind of put him on your radar. He's probably, you know, for a lot of you on your radar already, uh, but just wanted to give you kind of that nugget here uh, moving forward. Now, last but not least is the news that is breaking uh, from Europe, uh, from England, in discussions of Manchester City. Now, it's interesting to me, uh, they have been allegedly, or they have allegedly, uh, caused issues financially, you know, I think it was like a hundred times they've, they've been in, uh, uh, in compliance financially with premier league rules or, you know, and they, and you're hearing a lot of things that are going on about what are the possible, you know, if found guilty, what could happen? Is it going to be a fine? Is it going to be points deduction? Is it going to be, you know, could they be expelled from the premier league? Here's what I'll say about Manchester city. We got to talk about it. It's out there, you know, but we also have to understand like you can't jump to conclusions you, you have to be, make sure kind of like to, to follow it, to, to watch it, to, to kind of take the news as it comes, because it's really easy. What I've learned, you know, Arsenal transfer news prior to this window and last window, we were linked to every player under the sun. You know, if you believed everything you read and everything you heard, you know, Arsenal would have hundreds of players and, and no money. Right. Uh, but all of those players didn't come through the door, you know, and for me, I always look at this going, okay, these are, these are serious allegations that have been made against Manchester city, but I'm one to say, okay, let's walk, let's walk this process through. Let's, let's see, you know, were they truly in, uh, in the wrong? Did they make some financial issues or blunders uh, in dealing with the rules and practices of the premier league over that nine year period? I think it was 2009 to 2018. Uh, and that, that would be substantial, you know, could, could the, uh, could the verdict of guilty and, and the sanctions being placed on Manchester city be big? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, could they possibly uh, not be in the wrong? 
it's possible. Like nobody knows what's going to happen, but I think this is also one to track because they are high profile, right? They're second in the premier league. Uh, They've got some of the highest profile names in the sport uh, playing for them. Uh, They probably have one of the, you know, the highest profile managers uh, who, who basically has, you know, in the summer, I believe he came out and said, you know, I, I asked him, you know, if they're, if they're in the wrong, you know, if I, I won't be here if, if they're lying to me essentially. Right. And so we'll see if Pep, you know, hangs around, but we, you know, we gotta get, gotta let the, the process do its, do its work. And then we'll kind of see it from the side. But I mean, this is, this is so much fun. I mean, news is coming fast and furious play is happening. We got champions league coming back. You know, what are you most excited about in the football world for February? You know, what are you most pumped about? Is it the premier league? Is it, you know, the champions league? Is it the Bundesliga? You know, where are you going to spend most of your attention? Who are you going to spend most of your time watching? You know, I, I threw out a couple names of guys that I've kind of been monitoring and watching. You know, I will always, uh, you know, always find myself watching watching the Arsenal week in and week out as we look, you know, as we're still in first place, which is which is crazy. You know, we haven't been there in a long time. So, you know, I've always got a smile on my face uh, as you look at the table and think, you know, there's there's a real possibility of, of good things to, to continue to happen. Uh, but but for you guys, I, w- I would love to hear. It. Let me know, you know, who you're watching, who you're excited about. You know, maybe even like, you know, cards that you're looking at, you know, if you're willing to share. Uh, But please, it's always, you know, I I feel like I talk at you for 30 to 35 minutes when, you know, a lot of times I want to talk with you. So in order for me to talk with you, you got to kind of be a part of of the show. So drop some comments in the the YouTube channel below. Please feel free. Always DM me at St. Croix Cards on Instagram. I love talking soccer. I love talking cards. So please don't hesitate. You know, if you have questions, if you have comments, you know, loop me in, clue me in. I love to, uh, I love to have those conversations. But that's all I got for you this week. Uh, so, you know, take care, make it a great week, and we will see you all next episode. Have a good one, guys.